Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. I'm feeling the love from you all today as we're coming to you from the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. Oh, yeah. All right, now strap on your seatbelt because today's guest's talents are so special. I've witnessed it firsthand on multiple occasions, this duo, and I've laughed so hard that I was begging and pleading uncle with my brother-in-law. That's another story. Just to catch my breath, it was a big deal. This couple puts on their critically acclaimed, fan-acclaimed musical comedy at what I hope is their final stop in life at the joint in Argenta District uh, in North Little Rock. When when your resume reads Saturday Night Live, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Dick Clark, HBO, I mean, this is crazy. They met performing together while launching their professional comedy careers in Minneapolis at the infamous Brave New Workshop. They became founding members of the Holly successful comedy workshop in Houston, Texas, where he served as artistic director and head writer while performing his original material on stage. Under his leadership, the comedy workshop launched the careers of Sam Kennison, Bill Hicks, Janine Garofalo, Brett Butler, and countless other popular comedians. There's a whole lot more to what makes this couple tick. So let's welcome in the insanely talented husband and wife, duo and celebrate their successful life together steve and vicky farrell hey guys we are so happy to be here steve and and we could listen to that kind of phrase all darn day i'd rather not read it i was trying to say it from the heart but it was really coming from the heart because i have experienced there's something always this element and I, i have a feeling as a live entertainer it has a lot to do with how you feel that day how the crowd's responding how things are going but musically artistically obviously all the roles that you play I want you to take our listeners through the madness that goes on and how you even go from one character. So guys out there, they go from, they all play a bunch of different roles of this family. So they have to go backstage and they're there back in two seconds, dressed a little different, and uh, they have to take on that role. And it's just, it's just amazing how they're able to focus on whoever character they are at the time or whatever character. All right, we're going to go back for a second. So Steve and Vicki Farrell, who were, I don't, I'm going to ask both of you how you met. Um, and then we'll talk about both of your backgrounds. But, uh, Vicki, you want to give me your rendition of how, how you guys met? Well, we met on a showboat on the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. Showboat Rhododendron, in uh, 1972. And uh, we were part of the company that year in the summer, doing summer stock. And uh, 
Steve uh, was playing Snoopy, and I was playing <laughs> Peppermint Patty and Charlie Brown. <laughs> Those were our first characters together. Wow. And uh, we fell in love very quickly that summer and uh, decided by the end of the summer that we were going to be married and spend the rest of our lives together. Um, But we each had a year of school to return to and finish our degrees before we were able to do that. So you guys were juniors uh, between your junior and senior year in college. Steve, is that, do you believe that story still to this date or you have a little different interpretation? I I believe that story (laughs) very strongly. I I, I still remember it. Uh, What I remember most about it was I was so certain we were going to spend our lives together that the very first week before we had been on a date or kissed or anything, we were walking around the lake uh, on campus and I said, I'm going to tell you this now just so I can tell you in 50 years uh, that I said this, but I know we're going to grow old together and have kids and be happy all our lives. And I think that probably scared you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd only known you about five or six six days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i was charmed by you <laughs> wow well, I, was, I was that certain and i and yeah. i wanted to get it in as early as possible so i would have the bragging rights now True yeah. story. you know that's good okay so you guys are on the same page i think gwen and i are on this absolute same page and uh and when you hey when you know you know especially when you're a guy Come it because that's the only perspective I can come from. <laughs> the the truth is when I when I met Gwen that was it. The only negative is the 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 part is I was engaged to another great girl and we ended up getting married a year later. Gwen and I on her birthday. That wasn't a good idea. That was that's another story. So anyway, all right. So and I'm asking for forgiveness right now. But we're talking to you Steve and Vicky Farrell. Steve, let's talk for a second. Your household. Uh, growing up as a kid, the siblings, what was it like? I'm trying to feel, figure out what make makes you you. Well, the shows that I write about the Fertile family are based very strongly on my family. I had 15 aunts and uncles and over 70 first cousins, and most of them were in the tiny town of Sheraton, Iowa. Um, and and most of the characters you've seen in our shows are really taken from those real-life people. So I grew up around people who almost all played instruments and sang. Every time we had a a gathering, uh, grandma would be on the piano and my uncles would be on guitars. Uh, One of my uncles, uh, uh, Carl, went on to be a a, a steel guitarist uh, with a lot of Grand Ole Opry tours and played with Mel Tillis. and uh, There wow. was music in my family yeah. all the time, and, and so I grew up with that. But there was comedy as well. Nobody was doing it professionally, but uh, these were a strange bunch of people. And the things that I uh, witnessed uh, as we hung out and, and sang and played and ate meals together, the arguments, the partying, all of it uh, really is reflected in these shows that I write. We're talking to Steve Farrell, other extremely better half vicky farrell of course that's how we roll that's how we roll uh steve you know you 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 bring that up first of all i i think i said the farrell family it's the fertile family is the show 
Um, and uh, so I, I uh, asked for forgiveness in my intro. Uh, I knew that. I just, I'm just splatting off. I've been, just FYI, last night, Gwen and I came from St. Croix. Uh, we were still in St. Croix at 5 p.m. And we got we had to go to Miami, then Memphis, drive home. And then I had to do a deal at the Capitol building this morning in Jackson. So my brain is uh, sideways. So, Why uh, are you awake? I'm not awake. I'm not awake. You guys, you don't need me awake for this. You guys got this. Uh, we're talking to Steve and Vicki Farrell. Vicki, what about your household growing up? Well, I grew up um, in kind of a theater uh, household. My dad was a speech and drama teacher at a high school and um, did a lot of musicals, um, which I choreographed. I grew up taking dance lessons and um, music lessons or voice lessons, rather. And um, so it was kind of in my blood. From the very beginning, um, when he got his master's degree, he already had four kids. And uh, one of the plays they were doing uh, at the university um, required a, a little girl. So at eight years hmm. old, I did my first performing on stage. And then he used me several other times uh, as a child, so um, in the theater. And um, then he taught summer courses for teenagers. And so I really grew up with it. I love hearing it. So that's what's right with both of y'all. Not wrong. That's what's right. I totally get it. Uh, I just felt like, you know, there, there, everybody's got their story. A lot of my songwriter pals, you guys have friends in, in the business as well, all around, across the map. It just, there's, there's always this moment in this beginning that, that was pivotal. Steve, for you, was there a moment when you just said, this is what I want to do? Or was it a gradual deal? I was uh, coerced into performing initially. Uh, I grew up in Des Moines, Iowa, and my uh, family wanted me to appear on this television show called Bill Riley's Talent Search. It was on every Sunday afternoon, and I didn't want to go on it. Uh, but as a little boy, I played uh, trumpet and piano and guitar and ukulele. And right. uh, at uh, one time or another, I went on starting at age seven on that TV show and competed in that competition was embarrassed every time I did it. I hated watching the playbacks on Sunday, but my parents were proud, and they would literally bribe me. That new guitar you want, we'll get it for you. If I you, like it. If you, if you win this week on the talent show. <laughs> or So I did that all the way till um, I was a teenager with a rock band, and at that point, Bill Riley had a Battle of the Band show on Sundays. So then that became my regular gig my rock band would go on there and compete to go on to the state fair and hopefully win first prize wow uh, and, and that that was the path that got me seduced into performing i i felt like the embarrassment that i felt when i was little and i didn't want it um that passed almost as if you're born with a certain amount of face to lose <laughs> and once you've lost your supply then you're not capable of feeling embarrassed anymore <laughs> and, and i got to that point i ran out of face and uh and at that point i started feeling as comfortable or more comfortable on stage than i do off stage and i still feel that way if i've had a busy day and we go to the show uh the time we spend on stage getting laughs and being in those uh different characters will be the most relaxing most fun time of the day i totally get that that was well versed uh, well read and yeah, uh yeah i love it we're with we're with incredibly talented if you guys have not been in north little rock 
there's many plays that they put on during the year. We're going to dig into some of that as much as we can in a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 95. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 75. A 50-50 shot of the wet stuff for your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 94. And rolling into your Saturday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with... Uh, has to be the most talented couple on the planet, Steve and Vicky, Vicky and Steve Farrell. 
North Little Rock, the joint. How, guys, how do people get to look you up right now if they stop their cars or if they're texting or, you know, they're texting while they're driving, so we might as well get them to look stuff up on, you know, a Safari or, yeah. or Google Chrome. What, uh, how do they find you? They can go to thejointargenta.com, mm-hmm. and that'll tell them everything about us. Our three-person act is called The Main Thing, and we are on Main Street. Yeah. And... Um, or they can give us a call if they want to uh, buy tickets or have further questions to ask uh, at 501-372-0205. Okay, Vicki, does the show go on the road? Do you guys ever get hired, or can you even do it? Um, yes, uh-huh. we have a tour show that we do. Okay. And um, we have toured um, regionally. Uh, we did a little more touring uh, with our theater back in Houston. We took our show to New York and to Los Angeles. And we did more extensive touring um, with that company there um, than we do right now. We got really tired of touring. I, I know you can yeah. relate to that on a level, but one of the joys we had when we finally opened our own uh, theater and recording facility in uh, Houston, uh, which we had for oh, three decades roughly, but. Mm-hmm. We set up our equipment on that stage when we opened the theater, and we didn't strike it until we decided to close that theater and move <laughs> uh, to Little Rock. Uh, it was such a joy to walk in there every night for all those years and have all my things right where I right where them. they needed to be, like you're at a rehearsal yeah. hall. I love that. That's yeah. you know. I want to ask you what led you to Houston, but before I want to add, ask you guys what led you to North Little Rock. Now we know that that was an area that they were really working on. The arts were lifting. Arts lift up a lot of towns. Uh, I've gotten to notice that and witness it and be a part of it. It's something we're trying to do down in the Delta in my hometown of Greenville. It's not an easy task. North Little Rock was a tough area to go into. Now you guys come in. So take me to why and how you guys felt like that was going to be it. All right. Uh, we had grown tired of uh, New York and Los Angeles and, and Houston, which had become maybe the most congested feeling of all of those cities. Uh, we loved the response our fans gave us in Houston, but we just got tired of having uh, what had been a 20-minute commute from our home to our theater mm-hmm. turn into more than an hour for the same drive just during the years we lived there. Right. Uh, and so we started many years before we let our fans know that we were going to close the theater there. We started traveling with my parents and our kids and looking at different places around the country. We didn't want a hard winter. We didn't want hurricanes anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really looked at uh, a certain latitude that went from uh, about um, Santa Fe to Athens, Georgia. And we looked at dozens of places to live. Little Rock wasn't even on the map uh, for us. And on our way to Memphis, we passed through and thought, wait a minute, this looks cool. So we scheduled it trip to come back to Little Rock. It looked even better. We did that about once a year, and it kept remaining on our short list until finally the whole family said, you know, that's where I want to live. It's beautiful. The air is clean. The uh, mountains are climbable. The people are nice. Um, It just had everything that the big metro areas didn't, and without all of the problems and congestion that big cities give you. You know, you bring we that also, up. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry, Vicky. I was going to say, we also thought it would be fun to have a new adventure with our family. Yeah. Um, in Houston, it was just 
Steve and me and other people. Um, uh, but meanwhile, our kids had grown up and uh, they were thinking it would be fun to merge our interests. Um, our son and daughter-in-law are in the right. coffee business. And uh, so we decided let's have a new adventure with our family, our daughter and son-in-law. They're in marketing. So um, we all chose the market and decided to come here and we join took, forces. We took a year off to pick the right building and then build the theater. And uh, our kids run it and we perform in it and, and we formed a, a great extended family here and uh, the place uh, features other entertainers. We're there every Friday and Saturday, but great people like yourself uh, come in and perform on the other nights. And If anyone's coming into Arkansas, they really do need to get to the joint. And uh, Vicki mentioned uh, the website jointargenta.com. Argenta refers to the arts district right. that's on the nor- north side of the river in uh, downtown, and uh, that's where the joint is located. It's kind of the heart of the arts district. So there was a moment when you felt it. Maybe maybe it wasn't something that was so uh, profound as it was a sign on the dotted line, is what it was a feeling that you had that you said, this is what I am built, born to do. And this was this pivotal moment that said, Vicki Farrell, this is forever. Well, for me, it really goes back to my childhood. The first time I set foot on stage, um, I just loved it. And I love the feel of the audience response, the warmth you get from people who are appreciating what you do. Um, And as I did that over the years and then studied theater in college and, and continued with it, I don't know that there was one particular moment except that I do think just having done it all my life and enjoying it from the very first time I set foot on stage, um, that's why I still do it. Yeah. There, of course, been yeah. great highs, too, over over time. Um, the closing night um, of Radio Music Theater, our previous business in Houston, was just magnificent. Um, and the opening night here of The Joint was so exciting, and we had already made so many friends and they were all there and all standing and cheering. It was just, you know, those are highs that you just live for. And um, and that's what keeps you going. Well, this is, we're talking to Steve and Vicki Farrell, The Joint in Arkansas. TheJointArgenta.com. Right, guys? I did that right? Yep. Okay, so take me to your journey to get to Saturday Night Live. And what was it like with Lauren Michaels and working there and having your ideas show up all of a sudden on such an important Saturday night, you know what I mean, that so many of us all grew up watching? Well, it was a a mixture of everything. It was excitement uh, on the positive level. It also came at the wrong time for me, in a way. It was the mid-80s, and we were just in the midst of uh, running our show off-Broadway. So we were in New York, and, and easy for people to come in and And uh, we were well into the plans for opening a 200-seat theater in Houston with recording equipment and uh, to be our our world headquarters. And then here comes an offer, come be a writer on the staff. We had uh, preschool kids at that point. We just moved my parents Mm -hmm. to Houston to be closer to us. Couldn't have come at a worse time. Uh, Earlier in my life, I'd have just moved there and stayed there. Right. But the whole time uh, I was doing the work, we were looking for a way to make it work, to make it work with our family and our situation. So I did uh, pieces for him, most famously, uh, Ponjo Giant Dog of Tokyo, which was <laughs> named one of uh, Saturday Night Live's 
top 10 so film good. shorts of all time. <laughs> Uh, I, I did a, a flurry of things mid-80s, and at the same time, uh, we had Dick Clark Productions come in to our uh, off-Broadway show and say, uh, here's another thought. What if we put you on the air nationally and syndicate you on our radio network, wow. and, you, and we let you do it and set you up with the recording equipment in your new theater in Houston? Uh, and it won't interfere with what you're doing for SNL or anything else because you don't have to be in New York to write or create. So that was the real magic moment was the deal that enabled us to, for 10 years, uh, be in an average of 60 to 70 markets around the country with our original comedy and drawing audiences into that theater and selling it out. Uh, that's really where things took off for us. Uh, so SNL was an important stepping stone, as was the off-Broadway show. But I would have to say that offer that enabled us to set up the perfect theater for all of those years and do everything from Houston and still be able to parent our kids and be there for their yeah, I love that. special event. That was the big turning point in our lives. And we built our dream home at that point and really settled in uh, for the long haul of our careers. So what's, so what's great about you two is I get to know you even better. I, I knew this just from the first words in an intimate conversation after talking to you both. You, you, I just knew what was inside. You can tell. But I, I love that more than anything because you made these sacrifices for the talent that you both grew up loving so much, went through so much. But then when you have a family, it's just another level. How can you incorporate and be around the kids while they're in these pivotal years that you got to go? I got to be around for that. I, I mean, I did crazy trips just to get back to watch one basketball game and then go back to the Pacific. Northwest where I just were, you know, it just was. And it's just, that was the part that drove me crazy. We're with Steve and Vicki Farrell. You got to check out the joint in North Little Rock. Got to make a trip and just enjoy it and trust me. And, and you won't regret it. It's unbelievable. Guys, we are the birthplace of American music. And I know you guys are incredible musicians, great singers. I know all that. So you got to understand where I'm coming from. So you get to play DJ. So would you guys like to hear, you can do a, uh, y'all can vote without me knowing, Conway Twitty or Paul Davis? Let's go with Conway. Let's do it. Ah, that was a quick answer. You're in the Mississippi Minute. Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. I'm with the beautiful Steve and Vicki Farrell. We'll be right back. That's what I do. Everything I do is because of you to keep you safe with me. That's my job, you see. We believe you can't put a price on love. That's why we built a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love. Complete with your center diamond starting at less than $1,000. Case after case of gorgeous rings, all priced 
2000 3000 $4,000 and up. And with Juniker's flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement ring for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring for you. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. It's time for the kids to head back to school to learn their ABCs and 123s. At Monsto Jackson, we're teaching you the 123s of car buying. One, buy from a dealer you can trust. Two, look for the best selection. Three, get the absolute best deals like these at Monsto Jackson. Now, get 0% financing on every new Monsto in stock. That's right, 0% financing, which will save you thousands in interest charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Monsto purchase. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. School is in session. So get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With approved credit on select models, see you details. Since 1871, Gaddis McClure Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers, along with Surrender Fire Ant Killer. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated, Gaddis McClure Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There's been a tripling in the vaccination rate over the past month. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs told us they gave over 60,000 doses last week. At some point, you're either going to have to get the vaccine or COVID, and, and COVID is deadly. It's killed over 7,500 Mississippians, and we haven't confirmed a single death from the vaccine. We hit another record number of cases today with over 4,400 new incidents of COVID being reported. We've already had several schools go virtual as the school year begins, and what does that mean for football? According to the Mississippi High School Activities Association, schools that switch to virtual learning due to COVID-19 must also cease all athletic activities and any games scheduled during that time will be forfeited. Additionally, any students that are opting not to participate in in-person learning will not be eligible to play this season. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. 
We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. I have a sister named Vicki, and I'm talking to Steve and Vicki Farrell, so I'm feeling it. Feeling it. My older sister was, uh, was the best thing and the worst thing that ever happened to me, and that's another story. But anyway, all right. So, uh, guys, uh, I had Gary Mule Deer on my show, and Gary roomed with Steve Martin at some particular time in his career. Uh, and uh, Gary's a great guy. I, I don't know. I've never met Steve, but I've known Gary for a while playing in golf charity events and all that. What a character. What a talent. Um, music meets uh, comedy. Um, I, I, I see what makes you both tick. Theater. That 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 feeling of of never losing that live feeling, um, Steve Martin. Tell me the relationship that was built there, and did you just know that it was something special? Uh, I have no personal relationship, of, as do uh, uh, none really of the writing staff at the level where I was when I came into SNL. I wish I had. What uh, my connection is, I uh, wrote a piece that uh, turned into a little series that uh, I called Shrinking Violets, which was uh, about a family that was so careful around each other, not wanting to hurt each other's feelings, that they couldn't accomplish anything. <laughs> uh, like, here, you sit in this chair. No, I won't sit in this chair. That's your chair. And I insist you sit. And, and uh, Steve Martin and... Uh, uh, liked the piece and, and was going to be on the show, hosting the show. And so they uh, did that and called it the Eggshell Family. Wow. Uh, and, and that uh, became uh, a thing with Martin Short and, and Steve Martin. But wow. my connection to them was purely... Purely from writer, having, right. ...having created this piece. And then once uh, I turned something in, it was out of my hand. And in fact... Uh, very quickly, I was back in Houston and focusing on other things and doing uh, that type of work long distance. So there were people I did get to know, of course, uh, celebrities, but um, unfortunately, I, I do not have a personal relationship with uh, Steve Martin. Well, I, I would rather you tell me that you were just collecting royalties from afar. I like that better. All right, so <laughs> let's talk Sam Kennison. Was that a close relationship? 
That was an extremely close. Did he scream a lot all the time? Was that something that was born on stage at a moment, or just? I'll shut up. Just go ahead, because you're about to tell me everything I want to know. Uh, well, we had a place. We started at a place in Houston called the Comedy Workshop. We were the first uh, company there, and uh, just shortly after we had opened uh, the Cabaret Theater there, um, the annex, uh, which was just uh, through the building on the other side. Um, was opened to house stand-up comedians, and Sam Sam Kennison was one of those. <laughs> and yes, he was a maniac from the very beginning. I think he was. He was a very good friend, but he was also a challenging person to be around because he was a, a huge personality, and his family had been evangelists. And say oh. that the little boy had played. A, a Stratocaster and preached and traveled with his family's tent show. Hmm. Uh, so that screaming and that style really had come from uh, that tent style of preaching. Right. And he, instead of preaching the gospel, he kind of went the other way and, uh, uh, you know, uh, probably re- represented the Antichrist a little bit more. <laughs> uh, but uh, he... Uh, he did the same things uh, to do his outrageous comedy that he would have done to get people to come up and put money in a tub and donate it to wow. his tour evangelical family. That makes all the sense in the world to me, thinking that. Periodically, when Sam was uh, still struggling and just living in an apartment trying to get things going in Houston, his family would leave him a key and a note and uh, he would be instructed to go to the Jefferson bus terminal or the Greyhound bus terminal, and he'd put that key in a locker, and there would be money for him. Uh, And that helped sustain him in those early years, money that, of course, had come from those barrels in front of the stage in the tents. Right. Uh, So he was always still connected to that religious thing and that i think drove him to do some of his most sacrilegious work on stage right. but i i believe sam died believing uh right. his best friend and and uh the uh comedian who always opened for for sam uh, he uh was there at the scene and uh, sam of course for those who don't know he uh he was traveling to a gig in Laughlin, Nevada from Los Angeles when, coincidentally, a fan of his who was driving and a friend with a pickup truck swerved and hit him head right. on. Yeah. And the entourage pulled over. And But religion, my point is, was a huge motivating factor wow. in Sam's sacrilegious career. I had writers where when they'd walk in, there was a couple, and and it was exhausting so I've got a lot of energy compared to most, but compared to them, they were like, and then on top of that, they would start chewing the dark chocolate coffee bean, covered coffee beans. And I was going like, you don't need any, any coffee beans or anything to do with coffee. But they were so brilliant and it came out so fast and so prolific. And, and you, you know what I mean? So prophetic. I mean, so I would just, I said, I just don't even say hello. But it was a, it was a tiring experience to write with them. Uh, but it was rewarding 
and it was exhilarating. But I just had to really get myself motivated and up for it. And I like to write alone. So I spent a lot of years doing that co-writing thing, And but there were particular cases. There's an energy, obviously, about him. So when you say that it was... It was tiring, right? Was he all, so he was always like that? He was always on. I yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He would, okay. also, he would also, though, pull you aside and talk to you like you were the most important person in the world. And, right. And uh, pour out incredibly personal things. He was actually, I think, a very sensitive and emotional person, too. But the main thing comedians and writers do, and, and I'm telling you nothing you don't already know, most of our laughs are not in front of the audience. Uh, 90% of the many hours I spent with Sam or Bill Hicks, or the, uh, the, the comedians that came out of uh, the workshop, and the workshop also had Robin Williams and Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. top comedians from around the country who came through. They would just drop uh, by into but, a 45-minute set or something like that. You know? <laughs> oh at, the end of, <laughs> at the end of the night, we would always end up sitting around and partying with the doors locked. Yeah. And that that is when the big laughs oh. take place. Yeah, because you don't that, have to be censored at all. <laughs> that's right. And, and then after Sam became so big... And we were doing our show in Los Angeles, and he'd come to our show, and he was inviting us to parties with his friends, meaning Sylvester Stallone and mm-hmm. uh, the the people that he was running around with at that time, a lot of rock stars. Uh, uh, but we would go to his house and party with those people, and he w- might just say, everybody, get out, I need to talk to my real friends. Right, that right. He would use that expression. What and, he meant and, was the people he knew before he was famous. That's right. right. Once, he didn't, once you're famous, you don't know if it's truly your friend or right, someone right. who, you know. I Everybody loved yeah. Sam when he started hitting in L.A. But when we were there, it was, this is, you know, these are people who liked me before they had any motive to I love it. Well, just, just crazy. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with Steve and Vicki Farrell. You got to check out thejointargenta.com. Thejointargenta.com, and you got to go see their work. It is well. It's there's nothing. There's nothing in our. I mean, you can drive a thousand. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how many miles. I mean, I've been around enough to know that you can drive a whole lot. You can search and search, and you're not going to find any better entertainment. Uh, the only thing is you're going to stay up late and then you're going to want to eat because every time I go there, I'm going like, I'm going to not stay up late and I'm not going to eat. And next thing you know, they wake <laughs> you up. You give, you create all this energy. You're in a Mississippi Minute. We're going to be right back. Steve and Vicki Farrell are with me. Stand by. Keep Mississippi beautiful studios. That's right. Folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. 
tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. In addition, join the Grammy Museum Monday, August 16th, for words and music by singer-songwriter Keith Sipes. And on Sunday, August 22nd, for MTV Stories on Screen, I Still Want My MTV, featuring post-screenings by director Patrick Waldrop. For more details or how to purchase tickets for MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, or other August programs, go to GrammyMuseumMississippi.org or visit Grammy Museum Mississippi on Facebook or Instagram. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. That's very, very, very important. I'm a very OCD and, you know, I can't stand seeing people throw trash out of the cars. I am with the talented couple duo, uh, Life Partners. It's just awesome. Family together. Steve and Vicki Farrell, so many talented stories. It could take us uh, at least a Mississippi Minute plus a North Little Rock Minute, a Houston Minute, a New York Minute, an L.A. Minute, an Iowa Minute. You just keep us going and on, on. So we don't have that much time. But, hey, guys, so I want to ask you something. So with both of you, there's you, I got to understand... You talk about Robin Williams and you talk about, you know, I think John Belushi. I think about people that go through sort of the dark side, more of, uh, you know, digging yourself out. And when there's musicians, there's the creative types, period. But, and I'm not going to go, okay, oh, uh, all artists go into this deep hole. But although there's a nice place when you go in the deep hole and then you find yourself the energy to write yourself out of it. And that's when some great stuff happens as a songwriter, as a comedian, as a script writer, screenplay, all that. We've heard stories from all our pals. And and we know that there's a place that you got to go for the great stuff to come out. Sometimes it's not friendly. But what is it about comedians? To me, first of all, there's two things. One, extremely loyal to each other. You, they, they make it. They, you know, Kevin James was on Ray Romano's floor. Next thing you know, you know, he's in his show. Next thing you know, there's the King of Queens. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's Adam Sandler. They, they, they all hang out. They always do stuff together. They make movies together. You see that over and over. What is it about, first of all, that loyalty? And then second of all, um, what makes, why are comedians such incredible actors in a drama role, like a heavy role? Because that's what I've always noticed. First of all, I agree with you about that. Uh, we met Robin Williams right after John Belushi had died, and he was in a bad place at that point, uh, feeling very depressed, which wasn't cutting into his partying at that point, but uh, it, uh, it, it had changed him. There's a bonding. Uh, I remember Robin, when he first came in to the comedy workshop in Houston and sat down after a show he'd done uh, in which, of course, he was at maximum energy the whole time. And he just sat down and dropped in the chair and probably didn't move for an hour and said, you know, these places are like uh, an oasis. Uh, I can go anywhere in a major city in the country and I can always find a place like this with kindred spirits. And mm -hmm. uh, he felt comfortable. Right. So unlike any place else he would have been, 
in Houston on those nights. If he was in the comedy workshop, he was surrounded by fellow comics, people who get what he's feeling, who know the rush of being up on stage and the the uh, coming down from the performance. And um, I think there's that. Uh, comedians travel for the most part, and they are drawn to these oases where they can go in and be surrounded by kindred spirits, probably half of them they've known for decades. Well, it is a high-pressure career, too, where you're completely exposed um, to everyone. You open yourself up to the world. So when you can come back to your homies and your little tight group that you love, it is like going home. You feel like they're family, and you feel safe there. And I right. think everybody... Uh, longs for that. Well, Vicky, what do you think about the second half of my question? I know that it was a long, long question. I apologize. Uh, about the ability to play a role in heavy circumstances when you're somebody that's known for making people laugh. Um, I think maybe um, they, there's a, a little bit of a disadvantage there because um, people expect you to be funny. Mm -hmm. um, and overall, I think that ends up working in an actor's favor. But I know when Steve says something, like maybe in the curtain speech, he'll say something serious after the show. People will start laughing because they think, well, wait, he's a comedian, so I'm sure he's being funny. Right. Um, so it's hard to take them seriously at first, I think. There, there are, uh, as, as you are, are heading uh, with this question, some magnificent examples. Peter Sellers, who was so outrageously funny as Inspector Clouseau in the Pink Panther movies. Mm -hmm. In uh, a movie like Being There, uh, he touches your heart, and, and, it, and it's in a deeper way than if a dramatic actor had played the role. And I thought Robin Williams' work was much better when he was doing drama than when he was doing the really broad comedy in films. I do want to thank you guys for spending a, the time with me and uh, and celebrating your incredible careers. It would it would take a uh, days and months and years just to get it all in, but got to go check them out online. Uh, also, your y'all's triple sidekick Ken Polk, right? He's there with you guys, and uh, and y'all put on this three man show, and you just got to go visit the family, the son, the daughter in law, the whole thing. They're all there. And uh, they're going to make you feel like you're at home. But then you're going to get this world-class entertainment that is like nothing you've ever seen. So you got to – it's just incredible. And I love it that it's so close to me and, and I'm not that far away. And uh, when we're when we're at home, you know, we're coming to see you guys. Steve and Vicki Farrell, thejointargenta.com. Google it, Google it, Google it, Google it. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. You've been in the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. We'll see you later. Be careful. I'm Steve Azar, in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. Tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Your home for only... A Super Talk Mississippi media production.